David Duran, yeah! <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't commit. You're, let, me, let me do that over again. That wasn't good. You're having an episode? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I was just, I just, I need to, I need to commit to it. Uh-huh. Hang on. I, I got this, guys. I got this. Okay. <clears throat> Dave and Darren, here come the top five things. Yeah. Jig. Dave. It's Dave and Darren's top five things podcast. I feel much better about that second one. Good. You're about to hear some of what we got done on our morning show today, yeah? It's true. All right, why don't you tell them who's paying for it? It's being paid. I'm exhausted after the show opened. I got nothing left to give. I'll tell you who's making this happen. It's Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan, they're open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. Sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like, uh, if you like the podcast, do you like the podcast? Do you like that podcast? then you might like all of our podcasts. You can become a patron by going to nachoradio.com, becoming a patron. You'll have access to uh, every podcast we've ever done. That's over a thousand of them. And you'll also have specialty programming like our patron-only podcast, which we did yesterday, and it's posted up there as well. Yeah. So here we go. Here's today's top five things. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. I thought as I say welcome to the working week to each and every one of you, I thought it'd be a good idea to start with something of a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Although not not really a ghost story at all. This is just a story that is terrifying. You didn't hit a ghost this weekend, did you? No, no. There's no. I shouldn't say ghost story. A, a, a tale of the unusual that will have you on the edge of your seat. A tale of the erotic? No, not at all. Uh, this This is a, a story of a woman, a, a social media encounter gone terribly, terribly wrong. Now, how could that happen? And I, I have a feeling that this is going to be a major motion picture at some point. Amanda Plale. This woman is a, a mother of three girls. She gets a Facebook friend request from a guy named Anthony Reynolds. Anthony Reynolds is a guy that she dated back in high school. So that'll happen sometimes. You're on Facebook, you get a friend request from someone you knew back in high school, and you... And you, everyone thought this was a good you, idea. You sit there and you debate, well, should I... Should no, I... I this isn't a good idea. I didn't see this. So she thinks, yeah, what the hell? I mean, we dated in high school. I'm I'm a grown woman. He's a grown man. I've got my family, whatever. And uh, and she go ahead and accepts the friend request from this dude. And they start talking. And Anthony says, you know, I'd, I'd like to take you out for a drink. And she decides then and there, oh, no, yeah. this is not what I'm into. Uh, she then unfriends the dude mm-hmm. and stops all contact right then and there, right? Yep. Two weeks later, this guy gets back in touch with her, Anthony. And the messages are starting to get pretty sinister in a hurry. Saying, you know, look, you're a cheater, and I don't think you're fit to be a mother. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just just stuff that she says, messages that were just vile. She unfriended this dude on Facebook. Yes. But he was still able to contact her through her friends' pages. And every time she would deactivate her Facebook account, she'd go, look, I'll just get rid of Facebook altogether. All Done. Somehow, the Facebook would get reactivated, and this guy was able to send her messages I'm again. back. Yes. 
she shuts down all of her social media, and then she starts getting emails from this guy uh-huh. saying he's going to do harm to her, he's going to harm her children, just completely nut job, unhinged stuff. Yeah. And she says, I would be getting hundreds of these emails a day from this guy. They would be flooding through, and I didn't know how this guy even got my email address, because my email address was never on Facebook. He starts sending more and more of these unhinged emails, and then he starts sending emails to members of her family, including her mom, who was super sick in the hospital at the time. He's sending emails to her colleagues at work, spreading all kinds of rumors about their relationship. This is going a lot on of effort for this. This goes on for almost two years, and then she's getting emails about places that she'd been, and what she was wearing when she was at those places, and who she talked to when she was out. And then there's like pictures of her out and about like shopping and stuff from this guy and she says to her husband we got to go to the cops well clearly i don't know why you waited two years and the husband says i don't think we need to bring the cops in into this well the cops take a look at it because she's had enough i mean two years of being terrorized by this ex-boyfriend from high school or she thinks it's an ex-boyfriend. Well, you're you're ahead of the game here, Darren. Uh, because I know who is doing this. Yeah, the cops figured out real quick that it was her husband. Uh-huh. It was her husband the entire time. Yeah. The husband was doing this to See, her. See, I should have been on the case. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that the husband was like, oh, well, I don't know where she go with the cops. <laughs> right, well, yes. That is uh, something of what uh, Detective Charles Ramsey would call a dead giveaway. Give had ribs with this dude. She says, I didn't want to believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, I kept telling the cops they got it wrong. I was sleeping with the enemy. But the evidence was undeniable. All of the I, the, the They're able to track, track the IP address of where these messages are coming from. And it's like that ghost story. It's coming from inside your own house. That's right. There was also closed-circuit TV footage showing... The husband taking a picture of her at the airport that he later sent to her saying that it was, Mm -hmm. you know, a picture from Anthony. Yeah. So they were able to like, okay, here he is taking that picture of you at the airport that freaked you out. Right. That's your husband taking that picture. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. She was going out of her mind. And the thing, too, is she said during all of this, the one thing that was keeping her together was her husband because he was like her rock. Yeah. Don't he worry was a, about it. Know, we got this, baby. Anyway, the husband sentenced to three and a half years in prison. Uh, a jury took 30 minutes to find this guy guilty of stalking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's nuts. I'd like to turn this into a Hallmark movie. Doesn't it seem like one? In that, yeah. we're, you know, it's very of this time. Well, wait a minute. You're saying Hallmark. I think Lifetime. You, you're saying Hallmark. Hallmark. Okay. okay. It, it, Someone, so it's during Christmas? They're going to fall in love eventually. So you, have, so you have all this stalking going on. But in the end, okay, the husband she has to get rid of. Right. But she does fall in love with Anthony again. It's Who has no idea, <laughs> has no idea any of this is going on. Right. Right. 
So this ex-boyfriend has no idea. I never made a request. I'm not on Facebook. Bunch of crazy people on that Facebook. Yeah. We're going to need some new Hallmark movies for this upcoming Christmas season. I think we have one right there. (laughs) He, by the way, continues to say that he never did any of it, even though it's very clear that he did. And he's in prison for this now. And he's saying, I, I don't, I never had any 100, 100% of the evidence points to you. Listen. <laughs> I know that looks bad. Is that bad? <laughs> Should I have not done that? I don't know that we need to get the authorities involved. Oh, it's not called it. Hang on a second. Huh? I don't know about getting the cops involved in all of this. Uh, of course you'd get the cops involved. Like, immediately. Yeah, right away. Right. The fact that how did he not know that? The fact that you're deleting Facebook and it gets yeah. reactivated, that's that would have been enough for me to go. We're going to the cops. Yes, of course. Right? No, 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 so, baby. I'll be your rock through these troubling times. Now, do you think this is a case of him doing this because he is getting off on being the guy that she comes to? Like, Who knows? Be, is it like a Munchausen by proxy I, situation? I, I, I don't know. I mean, otherwise, if it's He just, creates if the it, harm, and then he if, creates if, the... If it's just a matter of wanting to get away from her, you just leave. Yeah, but he didn't want to get away no, from her. No, he didn't want to get away he from her. He wanted to stalk somebody, yeah. and he thought, why not my wife? I want to be a stalker. I've always wanted to stalk somebody. I got a wife. Uh-huh. Why don't I just start there? You know, you stalk a stranger, that could end badly. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be the right thing to do, would it? <laughs> it wouldn't be right to put somebody outside of my family through this kind of nightmare. Uh-huh. Crazy. Absolutely And where crazy. did this take place? This is a, a story from Australia. Australia. As it turns out, yeah. Um, now this guy is... Uh, he's, he's in jail. So there's that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not Australia. Um... Uh, England, East Sussex. I'm reading here about different rules in uh, Australia, but yeah, if you're getting stalked, make sure the calls aren't coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That would be like if you were to take Rhonda out on a date, mm-hmm. right? And then somehow put a, a hook hand in the door. So when she opened the door, it's like, oh, there's a hook hand there. Wonder who did that. But we shouldn't call the cops because my prints are all over the hook. It's my hook. <laughs> it, <I've>, it's <laughs> Is this your hook? Well, it's, it says my name on it. I. Why did you get your hook personalized? I, I, put, I, put the, I, I don't want anybody touching my hook. I got a label on it. <laughs> two. 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 Darren, 51 million Americans are unemployed right now. Mm -hmm. 51 million Americans unemployed. Uh, United States Department of Labor announced over 1.3 million Americans filed initial unemployment claims. Uh, Not that long ago. So you've got a bunch of unemployed Americans. One of them is Damian Turner, who is 28 years old and lives in West Virginia. And the reason that Damian is unemployed... Not really related to the health crisis. No. No, uh, this guy has been struggling to find work because his employers don't like the fact that he is what is known in the community as an ABDL. That's an adult baby diaper lover. Guy wants to wear a diaper to work. 
28 years old. Couldn't you do that without anyone knowing? Well, he wants everyone to know, I guess. Does he, he wears them over his clothes? And this isn't like somebody who has incontinence issues and wears a diaper. This is somebody who wants to be a baby. That's too easy. I know. Walk away from it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> no too easy. I think the rule should be when some, when the story it's, is about somebody legitimately yeah, wanting no, to be a baby. You, you can't go there. We have to leave that one alone. We yes. do. 28-year-old Damian Turner lives in West Virginia. He says his lifestyle is causing problems in his professional life. He's been fired from previous jobs for being childish, and now he's out of work. Outside of work, he says he's often teased about his choices, and he's lost friends. Well, let's see. Where could we get him a job? Where where can where could uh, he go where this would be okay? Walking around in a diaper? An adult baby diaper? Not an adult diaper. These are diapers that look like diapers you put in little kids with like big bird and whatnot on it. Couldn't we? Hmm, so we couldn't even dress him up as Cupid. I Would you want this guy delivering flowers? Oh, no. No. And this is the thing. Like he says, well, I've lost friends as a result of this. You think? You walk around in a <laughs> baby diaper. Dude, like. No. He says others within the adult baby diaper community. How does he fit? The adult it? baby. Di- they make them for them. They make adult baby diapers for these people. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, it's something you can go online and find. Well, like, couldn't you get a job doing that? Selling diapers to fellow Making weirdos? Them. Not bad. He says, quote, diapers are very convenient, comfortable and cute. It's a very nice lifestyle and I don't want to do anything else. Dressing and acting like a baby gives off a very calm, relaxing, safe vibe. To who? It's almost as if you were back in preschool without a worry in the world. Yeah. To who? Makes you feel calm, freaks us out. Everybody else is not okay with it. Yeah. Oh, no, he's over there sucking his thumb, pooping his pants, but I'll say this. Everyone in this division has been real calm ever since Damien came on board. What a calming effect that guy has on us. (laughs) He says, unemployment is hard. I'm constantly in and out of jobs. Sometimes my employers find my pictures online or just can't put up with the fact that I'm wearing a diaper and acting childish in the workplace. Okay. If they're finding pictures of you posing in a rubber ducky uh, baby diaper, it's because you put those pictures online. I'm guessing that it's always day two. When people find out, right? It's like when he shows up on Tuesday. Well, because you don't ask during an interview, are you somebody that walks around in in baby diapers? That's not something you would ask. Typically, no. Yeah. The first day, knocks out of the park. Day two is when he shows up. When he shows up on Tuesday. Like baby people, People already know. He used to work as a service coordinator in the catering industry. And it says here he never shied away from his lifestyle. He's always been open on social media and says that this, <laughs> along with the way that he acts, makes his bosses uncomfortable. Since being fired, Damien is living off of the savings that he's built up. He says, I have enough saved up for a while, but at the moment I'm per- currently putting in job applications, so we'll see how that goes. He realized his desire to wear diapers when he was young and fully embraced the lifestyle when he Got to be a teenager. He says, quote, it's something 
I've always been into since I was a kid. If I really had to pin it to something, I'd say episodes of SpongeBob or Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Where they're wearing no. a diaper for a gag or a throwaway joke. No. I found that very appealing. You don't get to do that. And have pretty much been wearing them since I was 16. I lied and told my parents that I had an incontinence problem at the time, so they would buy me some. Eventually, I told them the truth. Can you imagine that? You know how I, I've said I've been having problems with... Uh, You're with the one who wanted a kid. <laughs> Again. I, have, I, have, I want to share my truth with you, Mom and Dad. The diapers you've been buying me because I told you I'm having health problems, there's nothing wrong with me. I just like going in my pants. That's it. I would. I'm telling you this right now. I would jump in the river if that was my kid. <laughs> I would jump and, in the river. And these aren't just plain white diapers. No, they're like. Uh, they got little chicks on them. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, little rubber duckies, little chicks, little uh-huh. umbrellas. He says, my parents really don't mind at all. I've never had a problem with them when it came to my lifestyle. Outside his family, though, he says others are not as understanding about his choices. Quote, I've lost a few childhood best friends. I do still have a few good friends that know about it. I never hide it. If you're around me, it's just the norm. He's also had to deal with cyberbullying and stares in the streets. Yeah, when you're a grown man walking around in baby diapers, you're going to get some looks, dude. He says a lot of people online think it's hilarious and make fun of me for it. They'll make memes of me. Sometimes people make videos talking about me. It's kind of embarrassing, but it doesn't really bother me. On the streets, everyone gives me weird looks. I always wear a diaper everywhere I go, and sometimes I'll only wear a onesie or just a shirt. All right. Let's look, sometimes let's people look take in, pictures or just walk the other way. Let's look into the validity, validity of this story. What do you mean? This is just too you're, much. You're not buying it? I don't know. He says he can always rely on the adult baby diaper lover's family to have his back. A lot of people in the diaper community, he says, reached out, and now I'm friends with a lot of them. This is uh, what this is this is the thing. This is a community of people, Darren. It's people helping people in their yeah, adult baby I, diapers. I, just, I don't know why he doesn't get a job there then. <laughs> Selling diapers to others, making them. I don't know. Well, these look like they're disposable. Well, I, I mean, this looks like the kind of diaper you put on a baby. So I don't know that this is something you can just. I don't know if you can Etsy adult baby diapers. Although I'm sure that's a thing. I'm just saying, getting a job at the, getting a job where they make them at the adult baby diaper lover factory. I guess. <laughs> I bet even there they're like, no, that's weird. We <laughs> look, look we our, make them for you, Looney Tunes, but we're not about to hire you lot. You out of your mind? He's our biggest client. Listen, we're gonna we got no problem taking your money, but if you think we're gonna They made him vice president of operations. <laughs> three. Three. Something that I really wish we had in the Quad Cities. Uh, there was one of these places in Leclerc for a couple of weeks, and then it, it went away. But the idea is a self-pour establishment where they have all the beer on the wall, and there's mm-hmm. like little video boards. They give you a card. I, I've I've seen this a couple other places, and we featured a place in Chicago where you get a card uh, on on my brood show. We've we've done a 
segment on this. So let's say you go to the place, uh, and then you get a, a little, like, a credit card kind of deal. I purchase it? Yeah, let's say you get, like, 20 bucks or whatever on okay. the card. And then what you can do is, uh, you they have all the glasses there, so you help yourself to whatever glass you want. Uh-huh. And let's say they have 20 different taps. Yeah. There'll be a little video board on the tap that'll let you know what the beer is, what the style is, what the ABV is on it, that uh-huh. sort of thing. You know, what brewery makes it, and maybe there'll be a logo. And then you pay by the ounce. So you can have like three ounces of something and try it. Uh-huh. You can pour a full glass if you like. But then that way you can just kind of sample a bunch of different beers and you're the one that's pulling the yeah. the tapper. So you're in charge. There's no bartenders. You're just getting what you want and you pay for it by putting the card. It's got a, a reader on the card. But so you're, I'm you're... using the card every time I go to a different beer. Yes. Yes. And it, why was it only there for a couple weeks? Uh, the place in Leclerc was like a barbecue place, and and, and they were, they were going to try it. They did. They did try it. In fact, we had that on the show brewed, and then I think they closed not long after that. I don't know. I, I don't know the ins and outs of what went on at that barbecue place, but I know that they had the technology there. I've seen it in the Quad Cities. I've seen it in other places. There's a burger joint in North Liberty that has it. It's fantastic because you can just go and have whatever you want. You can try something. You know, rather than than buying a, 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 a full 16 ounces or 12 ounces mm-hmm. or something, and then you realize you don't like it, you, this way you can sample things, kind of do your own little brouhaha. Do you have to get a different glass every time? You should, yes. You should. But they have all the glasses there. That's not a problem. And again, not our rules, the state rules. Well, especially, yeah, you should do that, especially now. Take all you want. Make sure you finish all you right. take. You can't at any... I know. In Iowa right now, by proclamation, you can't use, you can't refill anything, right? You can't use your cups to go get a refill at a, at a fast food place, or you can't bring in old cups to get that nickel uh, no. discount on refills. That's something that is <laughs> no. a COVID-19 thing. But this is, this you should always use a, a different glass. Boy, that's going through a lot of glasses. That's not your problem. You don't have to clean the glasses. Well, I mean, I guess you don't have the bartender, but you have twice as many people cleaning glasses. Well, that's, that's their problem. Bring this up because there's a story in the news from Charlotte, North Carolina. They have this place called Hoppin'. It's a beer hall. And it's kind of like my dream place that I would love to have here in the Quad Cities where they've got a beer hall and they've got the taps and you help yourself to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And yes, people do. I know you're going to ask. People do mix beers together and make a suicide, 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 suicide. So uh, this this beer hall in Charlotte is in the news uh, because a video was posted yesterday, and this is the problem, I guess, with these kind of halls and, and these self-pours. Without having a bartender there to properly pour your beer, mm-hmm. uh, this woman puts her card up and then just puts her mouth on the tap and opens sure. it up. Sure. <laughs> you can't have anything nice. That's why we can't have nice things. So she wasn't even she wasn't even pouring it into her mouth. She was actually... Just sucking on the yes, tap. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, like being a pouring, couple inches away from the tap would be gross enough. It, but this woman is actually up on it, deep throating the tap. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. She's got the handle in her mouth. It's not cool. Yes, yes. So this video was shot, and now they've had to shut down this place. Uh, the there sti- is video. Oh yeah, it's gross. Well, doesn't mean just, I don't want to see it. It's not great. That's okay. 
It's okay. <laughs> the what statement else? that Hoppen put out here, it says, last night an incident took place at Hoppen that was completely unacceptable, not indicative of how we run our establishment and will not be tolerated. The individuals responsible for the incident have been permanently banned from Hoppen. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, too. Not only are you dumb enough to do this and gross enough to do this. But you have to record it. You recorded it on a camera phone and posted it for the world to see. This woman has a mask around her neck that she takes off so that she can Mm -hmm. then put her mouth on the tap where everyone else is going to drink beer. I guess this this neighborhood in Charlotte has been the scene to a a bunch of different uh, video recordings and pictures showing people in direct violation of social distancing restrictions. Mm Uh, and now there is a uh, an alcohol curfew in Charlotte, North Carolina, that will expire tonight at 11 p.m. But you, yeah, you, without having a bartender there to say you can't do that, maniac. Uh-huh. Maniacs are going to maniac. And now I just like I really would love to see a place like this in town. And now I think mm. maybe it's best to have somebody that knows what they're doing pouring the beer, right? And keep your distance. <laughs> Four. 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 I swear more and more of my friends are getting kayaks. It's our thing to do now. People are getting kayaks like never before. No. Is that just my circle of friends or are, are we all experiencing this where you know people that are, you wouldn't assume kayak people uh, now talking about I kayaking. Pr- I promise you I will not get a kayak. I think you dig it the most. I mean, from what they tell me. You go out there, you put you have a little a little cooler built uh-huh. into the kayak. Yeah. You go out there, you have a couple of beers in a can and just enjoy uh, being out in a on a lake or a river. I'm telling you, I would have told you years ago, it doesn't interest me at all. Now I think Darren, I think I might be about that kayak life. I would get run over by a barge or something. <laughs> you don't have to be out in the Mississippi River. There's other lakes you can go to around here yeah. where people just rave about but it. But I'm not going to the big muddy. What am I doing? Well, eventually out here, West Lake, they'll 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 fill that up again. That'll be a big kayaking spot. They'll stock that full of new fish, and that, the West Lakes can be fantastic here next summer. Well, catch me a fish. I might. I might get one of those kayaks where you can fish off it, and just that might be my summer next summer. Uh-huh. It's too late now. And uh, I don't have the funds yeah, for a but kayak if you go at kayaking, the moment. You're, you're only kayaking. You're you're out there by yourself. Uh-huh. Exactly. Is that going to be allowed? Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, it's like, hey, uh, what do you mean? You're the, uh, it's a, it's a, we have a family here. Well, we could all go out. So everyone's going to have a kayak? Sure. People do that. Oh, I know boy. couples that kayak. and they. they Where are you going to put these kayaks? You, you put got- them on the roof of your car. You got to put them in the garage when they're not on the roof of your car, uh, or or maybe uh, maybe there's a storage facility near where I work that I could use. <laughs> okay, good luck. What? It wouldn't be that hard. To, to, you're you're making it sound harder than it is. Hmm. I think. I think once you get these kayaks, it's easy living. You just go out in that lake and just just enjoy the easy living. I, I'm I'm telling you, from what I hear, it's the most fun you can have. Yeah, you'll be battling a you'll be battling a fish and it'll tip you over. Maybe that'll be it. That well, what a story that would be! I was out on West Lake when I got a strike and that thing pulled me under. I called her Jonah. Yeah, I'd love to have like a a fish that's my enemy. Ah, the old general I'm going after the old uh-huh. general again this weekend. 
Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, going to bring down the Admiral. So you have no interest in, in kayaking? Well, I, you, I, I would, let's not say no interest, mm-hmm. but it certainly, it, you, you, it doesn't register at all. You, you couldn't see it. Here's a text that says, a friend of mine bought kayaks for him and his lady a month ago, and every weekend it's pictures of them kayaking. Okay, so it's not just, it's not just my circle of friends. This is something where kayaking has become a big deal around here in the you, last couple of years. Do you have to get an oar? Well, of course. Uh-huh. What do you think? You just go out there and paddle with your hands. I mean, just to start with, to see if you like it. Why invest in an oar? I believe the oar comes standard with your the kayak. The oar comes with the kayak. I'm pretty sure. I oh, don't know. I think you're being gullible. I don't know for sure, but I think that's the case. Oh, they saw you coming. You get yourself a nice kayak, and you just you just go out and enjoy it. And yeah, that's what they do. I'm telling you, I got friends. That's all they do is go out kayaking. Mm-hmm. I told you the story. One friend of mine went out on, I think it's Lake George, and had no idea the derecho show was coming. Oh, right. And was out there posting pictures of herself you on Instagram. Get in. Posting pictures on Instagram, having the time of her life. And her friends in Des Moines texted her saying, you need to get out of there immediately. The sea was angry that day, my yeah, friends. Well, and, then, and she was like, it's perfect weather. What are you talking about? But I guess I'll take the kayak in. To make these friends of mine in Des Moines happy, and like just got things down mm-hmm. and and put away. In fact, I think if if I, if I remember the story correctly, they left the kayak somewhere because they didn't have time even to get to the car, and then they drove out of there. And then when they went back, someone had tried to steal the kayak. Oh sure, kayak theft is, oh, is up. probably rampant. I w- would assume. Yeah, you leave a kayak unattended, and it's going to go right. Kayak fishermen in Northern California lucky to be alive after an encounter with a great white shark. See, now that's what you want to have happen? Well, it's not going to happen. We don't have great white sharks here. I'll be fine. I don't know that I want to kayak in the ocean. You don't. Maybe I do, though. Great white shark bit in the tip of his kayak, knocking him into the water. And this guy assumed, well, I'm dead. He's not dead, though. David Alexander was fishing in his kayak. He was on his way in another kayak with a fisherman that he partnered up up through through an online group. These are uh, kayakers who hang out online, apparently. They round a lighthouse, and this dude's name is David Alexander. He says he heard a thud. Quote, It felt like the front of my boat was lifting up. And I heard sort of a sandpaperish grinding sound. For a second, I thought I was being lifted up onto a wash rock. I saw gray, and then I said, that's not a rock. I'm going to need a bigger kayak. <laughs> the great white shark, they say, was about 15 feet long. And it bit into the nose of his kayak. Alexander says he had the front of my kayak literally in his mouth. It was like he was smoking a cigar. It was surreal. The impact rolled him to the right and then into the water. He lost his fishing gear, lost his glasses, then resurfaced. He says here, I was probably about four feet from the shark. I'm in the water. I don't know if he's looking at me, but I'm looking at him. When he hit the boat... I fell off on the same side of his face. I could see both eyes, one side more than the other. 
Doll's eyes. His eyes were so dark. I could see his teeth and gums. You see those rows of teeth, and that's something else. Alexander assumed that this, the shark was going to let go of the kayak and go after him. And he remembers his thought was, at the time, when he knew this shark's going to eat me, he says, I thought I've had a good life, and I hope this doesn't hurt too much. That's what you think when a, sh- a 15-foot great white shark is chewing on your kayak and then looking right at you. Well, this was fun. I hope this doesn't hurt too much. The shark loosened its jaw from where its teeth were embedded in the kayak, and then it did a 180 turn and just swam off. Alexander got back into the kayak and discovered the shark had bitten holes into it, curling the plastic back like butter, put a little bilge pump to work, and then followed his friend safely to shore. He says, I lost my prescription glasses, I lost my rod and reel, and I guess I need a new kayak, but it's only stuff. All I can think about right now is his mouth on my boat. It was like he was smoking a cigar. Enough with the cigars. (laughs) You and your cigars. Everything to this guy. Everything's about a cigar. Yeah, a car sped through my neighborhood. It was like a cigar just driving right through the yard. So I bought these Slim Jims, and I gave a couple to these kids, and they put them in their mouths like they were smoking cigars. My pantry, we don't have potato chips. We just keep bags and bags of pretzel rods. And what we do is we walk around with the pretzel rods like this, you know, like a cigar. Sometimes I'll just take a... Uncooked Oscar Mayer hot dog. <laughs> put it between my two fingers and pretend like it's just like a cigar. Like every simile this guy has <laughs> is a cigar simile to the point where he's blind to all others. My favorite Madonna record? Well, if pressed, I'd have to say like a cigar. <laughs> That's not a- so I'm listening to this Pink Floyd album, and get a load of this. The title of one of the songs. <laughs> I've had a good life. I hope this doesn't hurt too much. Because you would be very aware that your life is over, but also, like, I've got 10 seconds left of life. I hope they don't really hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the uh, the possibility of that sounded pretty high. That the the last ten seconds of my life are yeah. going to be the most painful ten seconds of my life. Yes. Yeesh. Well, he's alive. Made it. And I'm telling you, reading this story, I think I gotta get a kayak, Darren. I think it'd be good for you know getting out, getting some fresh air, getting physically fit in my kayak. Get that close to a shark. And I. I won't take it in the ocean, but I might. How are you going to get it to the ocean? I'll probably rent a kayak if I go to the ocean. I don't know if I'm going to bring in my personal kayak. Well, they're only a couple hundred bucks, right? I tell you what. You, you, go, get a, you can get a decent kayak for a couple hundred bucks, right? Guy, they're not that you expensive. You go kayaking in an ocean. It's nobody's notion mm-hmm. but yours. Kayaking is safe from COVID and still entertaining. Here's a text that says, and yeah, it's everyone lately. Everyone is on a kayak. So I'm not the only one that's noticing this. Okay. 
I think I might be. I might listen. I might go along with the trend, but not this year. I'm reminded of something my friend Dolores O'Riordan told me. She said, "Dave, everybody else is doing it. Why can't we?" So, and I said, should Dolores, I remind you? I said, Dolores, that is a great point. Should I should let, I, it, let that linger? Yes. Should I remind you to buy a kayak when no. you're putting in the mint? No, I don't need you to remind me of this. This is something that's been on my mind for a while. Okay, it's just a matter of. So you got to buy three of them though. And yeah. are you going to buy all of them the same size so that because before too long, Owen's going to need an adult size kayak? Yeah, I got to I got to do I got to do some research on this. Ask him if he wants a kayak. I think he'd be about it. He might. He might also tell you to <laughs> to walk. Five. 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 Number five. Vatican newspaper. Los Avorte Romano has declared a 1980 motion picture about uh, saving a Catholic orphanage. Again, this is a movie from 1980. Uh, They're declaring it a recommended film for Catholics. It's been declared a Catholic classic, and the Vatican now is saying it's a movie you really should see. 1980 movie about saving a Catholic orphanage. Friday night, Catholic classics. On TBS. <laughs> this is this is about uh, people who are on a mission from God to save a Catholic orphanage. The Blues Brothers. That's right. The Vatican has declared the Blues Brothers a Catholic classic. Movie starring John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. They're on a mission from God to save the orphanage there in Chicago where they grew up. Mm-hmm. The movie is called by this uh, Vatican newspaper incredibly shrewd. And it joins the other films on this list that they recommend you watch are The Ten Commandments and The Passion of the Christ. I'll, I'll, I'll just go with the Blues Brothers. Ten Commandments is pretty great. I found myself yesterday accidentally watching a little bit of Ben-Hur. Yeah, I saw that Ben-Hur was on. Oh, I forgot to mention. Mm. Maybe this was part of my problem. You know what I was doing while I was eating those nuggets? Mm. <laughs> Twister was on again. What is going on at your television? And I watched a pretty good chunk of it. Uh-huh. Oh, brother. They're always showing Twister at your house. Constantly. I don't I get it. can't escape it. <laughs> so how much did you, know, you... Did you almost think to yourself, if I watch it, maybe it'll go away? <laughs> Yeah. Because it seems like every time you turn the TV on, Twister is. It's almost like maybe that's what I need to do is I need to watch it from start to finish. Chunker down. So it just goes away. <laughs> so that so that it leaves me alone. Is anyone else being tormented by Twister the way I am? That I, it's just constantly on? See, I don't go do you flip around? Yes. See, I don't flip around. Well, maybe that's my I problem. I tend to only watch the things that I want to watch. It was very rare that I was looking around yesterday, and then I saw Ben Hur was on Turner Classic Movies, and I thought, "All right, I'll watch this." Ben Hur was on. Why not? Um, Do you think it's weird that Twister, as big as that movie was, the 1996 box office smash? How come they didn't do a sequel to that? You can't tell me there aren't more tornadoes. There are more, tw- yeah, more twisters. So let's twist again, like we did last <laughs> summer. And by it's last just, summer, I mean the summer of 1996. And also, I spent some time with. Um, I spent some time with Roadhouse this weekend too. Now I've only seen that. F- this is the first summer of it my. Was, it was the knowing most. That movie. It was the most that I've ever seen of it. It's something else. There's a lot going on because I had never seen Roadhouse until a couple of weeks ago, 
there's a lot going on that had me. I, I was left with more questions than answers by that movie. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that there was such a strongman presence in it. Ben Gazzara. Oh yeah, I mean, quite the. Oh yeah, quite the racketeer. That's right. Owns the beer distributorship and everything. Oh yeah, it's like what runs that town with an iron fist? Yeah, what is going on here? And I didn't realize until somebody pointed this out to me on the Dave and Darren text line. The bartender that Patrick Swayze fires right in when he when he takes over the uh, the roadhouse. Uh-huh. That's not what's it called the double deuce. Okay. Right? He notices that there's a bartender who's skimming money off the top and putting the money in his pocket. Uh-huh. So the first day he calls a meeting, he's like, you're fired because you're a thief to the bartender. That's John Doe from X. Ah, yeah. I didn't realize that, that was, that, that's kind of a cool connection. Julian Lennon played a bartender in... What? Leaving Las Vegas. Really? Yeah. He's the bartender in Leaving Las Vegas. You haven't seen that movie? I have not seen that movie. Uh-huh. That's Nicolas Cage trying to drink himself to death, right? Yes. And uh, Elizabeth Shue is the yes. hooker with a heart of gold. Did yeah. she win an Academy Award for that? No, I think he did. He did. Twister, the number two at, for 1996 in terms of worldwide box office. Oh, number two in the world. Just never leaves me alone. <laughs> it haunts me. How is it that they haven't done a sequel? This, It just seems like... They, they, this, well, I guess they can't have Bill Paxton in the movie. No. Uh, but you can't tell Helen me. Hunt, Helen Hunt goes to take a shower. Yeah. And then she gets all cleaned up mm-hmm. and then puts on the exact same clothes she was wearing. In the movie? Yeah. Hmm. Strange. What do you think that's about? I don't know. She may, she, apparently she didn't pack much. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, she's out storm chasing, right? She is storm chasing. Okay, so that makes sense that she wouldn't have, maybe she just has... Like a lot of the same clothes. Well, it could be. It could be the. Like, this it, is my outfit this that is, works. This for is me. what I always wear. Yeah. This is my lucky uh, tornado chasing clothes. They never explain why she takes a shower and puts on the same. She's clothes. the only one. Yeah. Who's ever seen an F five? Uh, that's a an F five tornado. That's the, yeah, the the big one. Right, and she saw it when she was a little kid. Right. I guess. Doesn't it kill her dad? Isn't that how the yeah, movie starts? Probably. Right, I, I, it's so it's been so long since I saw the beginning of it. I just see everything else in it. Mm-hmm. So then, then there is another F five at the end of the movie, right? I mean, the, the tornado funny. is essentially the shark yes. in that movie. Yeah, the 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 tornado is the superhero. <laughs> Again, that's not what the movie jaws is about jaws is not a superhero jaws is the villain of that movie i can't believe i have to explain this to you again does anyone else get uh, tortured this way that they get they're con- i'm constantly being chased by twister <laughs> <laughs> well i'm looking here you can't have philip seymour hoffman no. reprise his role as dusty he, davis he's a that's a that is not one of his best roles. Uh, Bill Paxton plays Bill the Extreme Harding. That's his nickname. That's the, his nickname. The yeah. Extreme. Because yeah, one time he threw a whiskey bottle uh, into a tornado and said, "Have a drink," and the, the the tornado sucked it up. And wow, that is extreme. That is extreme. Wow, man, going up and having a conversation with a tornado. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Twister since it came out in 96. So I'm going to have to take you at your word. I've never seen uh, it on television. It's, I don't know. It's, it's never not on. I mean, it might as well. It might as well be the office. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And that is a top five things podcast for you from your pals Dave and Darren. It was, and it's sealed with a kiss and uh, an envelope inside <laughs> a mailer, inside uh, a bag, inside a jar. Uh-huh. It's brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. The Milan Store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Nature's Treatment of Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with chronic pain. So uh, if you'd like to take a look, you can find out the frequently asked questions. They are answered at the website ntillinois.com. Till we get a chance to do another one of these for you, thanks so much for downloading, subscribing, leaving a review. You're only marvelous. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin' board, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Smolene, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hey, stick a fork in me. I am done.